concentric circles and in squares within squares. Hello and welcome to It's Not Polite to Ask. I'm your host, Albert Destrada, alongside my interim co-host, Brandon Shaw. I'm going to take a quick moment and tell you if you aren't subscribed to the It's Not Polite to Ask podcast on Apple Podcast, Amazon, Spotify, wherever you get your podcast, this is the time to do so. Brandon, you were there for, a, uh, for an awkward moment I had recently in front of my significant other. Oh yeah? Which one's that? You have, um, you have quite a few. No, no, we had a really fun one. We were at a friend's game night, and you received a FaceTime call, and I'm like, oh, yeah. why is Brandon getting a FaceTime call? Nobody fucking likes Brandon. Yep. I, with no clues, guess who you were getting a FaceTime call, which was my ex-girlfriend's best friend. Oh, yeah. Got a, got a FaceTime from your ex-girlfriend's best friend, who mm-hmm. I became friends with uh, during that uh, relationship. Yep. And uh, Friends, that's what you want to call it. Yeah, Interesting. Yeah, we could do that. Okay. That's fine. Okay. Well... And, uh, you were with obviously your current girlfriend, nice lady. And so out of respect, put the phone in the pocket. No, 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 no. Listen, here, here's what really happened. You receive the FaceTime. You know that my girl is like every girl. They're a little bit spooked out about people they know are connected to their significant other's exes. That's a very verbose statement. So you get the FaceTime. I look at your screen. I don't know how I guessed that it was her, but it was her. And I got it kind of peeked it. I was like, Hey, is it so-and-so? Sure was. You did not answer, which I think was a smart move. Right. By the way. Story of my life. Story of my life. Me not answering to try to help the situation obviously leads to it being worse. Oh, it got way worse yeah. because what did she decide to do? Well, she decided to FaceTime me directly yep. while my phone's out. Mm-hmm. Now, my girl sees that and she's like, Who is this? Why is she FaceTiming? Um, but at least she took the really calm route, Brandon. Do you remember what she did? Because I do. She grabbed the phone out of my hand and answered it herself. Yeah. I forgot about the snatch maneuver. Oh, yeah. The snatch maneuver was nice. She played, she did the full Madden NFL video game where she just ripped, she and hit the like, rip button. She went with the panic, like greet her eight times. Hi, hey, hello, 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 hello. Well, she, hello well, she Hi, grabbed hey. and ran. She grabbed the phone, yeah. sprinted into the kitchen. Yep. Now we got a situation developing yep. because my girl is, is currently FaceTiming with my ex-girlfriend's best friend. Yeah. And let's just be honest, Brandon. Let's just be really honest here. They're the kinds that if they're FaceTiming us, it's probably indicative they've been drinking heavily. Do you agree? Oh, yeah. And we found out later that in classic form for you and I, not only do we make problems for ourselves in the current, we make problems for ourselves in the future via this podcast. Turns out they were listening to our podcast about drunk dialing. Oh, and, is that the case? Oh, yeah. And decided to drunk dial. Oh, so the yeah. show, th- this is a show that continues to not give. Right. Yeah. I love that. Continues to take away, continues, continues to get to... me berated by the people in my life. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. I'm really here to put this program together to make our listeners laugh and make both of our lives as difficult as possible. Correct. They say that this is supposed to be like male version of going to therapy in like 2022, but like it's causing way more problems. Oh, yeah. yeah. So for the listeners, my girl grabs the phone. She's now FaceTiming with my ex-girlfriend's best friend. And then she, which funny enough, my girl knew exactly who this person was, Brandon. She knew exactly who she was, but she still asked, why are you calling Albert? Mm-hmm. And you, did, you, did you hear what she said? Yeah, she said he's my friend. She said he's my best friend. Yep. He's my best friend. The nerve while I'm in the room. Right. And God bless my girls, because she was like, she's your best friend. She did not handle it the best in the moment, but she, I thought she handled it better than I, than I would have expected, perhaps. Right. Because she didn't throw the phone. She didn't throw the phone. Right. And then, did she get mad at you, or did she get mad at me? I don't know, because my move was to sprint towards my car. Oh, you left. Yeah. That's right. You, in this moment, just take off. By yeah. the way, what, what, what was that? What were you doing there? I felt that I had 
some built up friend equity from the pee pants story that we recently told. Okay. And I could just that much. You're, you're channeling back there. a four year old story just yeah. for that. Yeah. Okay. That's all, that's all I got. I at, just wanted to avoid the situation. At least I did not definitely run out of the house and flag you down. Hence me being here instead of going to therapy. This was me avoiding the situation. Yeah, but you didn't because I stopped you and I made you come back in and explain to my girl exactly what was happening. Yeah. And in true friend fashion, I came back. So you did come back. There you go. I just had to grab you by the physical ear and drag you back in the household. Well, that's okay. Yeah. I didn't want to deal with it. It was two o'clock in the morning. Was it that late? It was late. I didn't think uh, it makes sense because they were drunk. Yeah, it was late. That, that actually is not a real reason why they were drunk, but yeah, sure. <laughs> why they were really drunk. Yikes. Yeah, they, you know, they've, they've had a few drinks. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, a couple Chardonnays, as you'd say. Brandon, is, is that really something that I should be getting in trouble for? If you get FaceTime by my ex's best friend, should I be in trouble even, for that? Did even, I do? I mean, how, am I culpable you, in some way? How am I wrong? if you're getting called by your ex, your ex's best friend, anybody associated with that, you're not making the call. I'm not making the call. No. I think you're, you're. It's coming to my phone, but I'm not making the call. You don't really do anything that's guilt free, but this is actually pretty guilt free. I know. I always feel like I'm not doing anything wrong, but I feel like this is really not wrong. Yeah. You're getting like looped in with all the other things that you do that you're guilty for. Oh, that's good. Yeah. So it's like the boy who cried wolf. Yeah. But you cried X. <laughs> I'm the boy who cried X. Jesus yeah. Christ. It's not polite to ask, brought to you in part by. Modern flirting. Are you a business owner, entrepreneur, just a success-minded man, yet you're struggling to connect with women or live the epic lifestyle you know you deserve? Well, our friend Jared Syke Lawrence and his team at Modern Flirting have got your back. The Modern Flirting program offers a step-by-step -step guide to meet and attract the real women that you see out and about. Mention the It's Not Polite to Ask podcast and you'll also be given a discount upon joining. Go to modernflirting.com, that's modernflirting.com, and schedule a call today. Had another awkward one for you, Brandon. You're going to love this one. Uh-huh. Uh, recently out at a bar, hanging out with friends, and I see a buddy of mine, haven't seen him in a couple years, long time. Sees me, ah, oh, what's up, man? How you doing? And we catch up. What I a buy nice greeting. That's a nice greeting. Hey, how you doing? It's a classic. First, I knew very clearly. I, I definitely was, was buddies with them. We spent a lot of time together. It's just one of those things, man, you know, when you don't see someone for a long time, it's just like one of those. But here's where it gets awkward. Years ago, I had premarital intercourse with his younger sister. There you go. And we kind of like, dated for a month or two we actually spent a new year's together a few years ago was i here for that one uh, i can't remember was i in jersey i might have been in jersey i don't know i don't want to timestamp this for all <laughs> the all the internet sleuths out there jesus we're using any time in the last decade <laughs> right so this this occurred between 2010 and 2025 yeah I, exactly yeah. i feel like I'm, I'm being deposed i'm like mr distrata where were you on the night of december 31st i, I, I don't recall I misremember. I, I misremember exactly. I so I, uh, I, 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 Brandon, I, I, I kind of dated and had a physical relationship with his younger sister. And you, of course, you cleared it with him before, and just made sure that he was aware of the whole situation, cool with it, and brought him into the whole, uh, you know, coming to terms with it type of thing. And that must have been a really nice moment for you too. 
Not exactly. No, no, no. I never once mentioned it to him. We weren't that close. Okay, at the time, we weren't that close. With time, okay, hear me out. I was friendly with him before. Uh It was a loose buddy by association thing. Uh Then we stopped being friends, Mm -hmm. and his sister grew up, and it's not my fault that she became a nice-looking young lady of appropriate age. Yeah. And I... I, you, do we got into it, man. We were young and right. we were doing it. And I mean, yep. she was younger than me, but whatever. Like, and is it, why would I go back, Brandon? Why would I go back when clearly based on the way he greeted me, he has no problem with me. Why yeah. would I go back and just bring this up when there's nothing? You know, you know it'd be a really great thing to do to him is we should invite him on the podcast and let him know that you had sex with his sister on the show. And we'll just do like our own little Jerry Springer reveal. I was about to say, you want to turn you, this yeah. into Jerry Springer. You, you are the brother. Yeah. You yeah. just want to be like, oh, and here comes your sister right yeah. now. Yeah, Jesus, that, that would be the that's literally my biggest nightmare. Yeah. I'm actually sweating just thinking yeah. about that. And idea. as we introduce her, you can like mention all the favorite like positions that she liked to have oh sex my in. God. And, yeah. Oh my god! Yeah, it'll be a nice little program. All right, that had to be like a nice situation for you, though. Like your buddy's girl and like she's she's coming into her own and you're like, all right, like I got to I got to get involved with that. Listen, dude, I am a very big proponent of bro code when it comes to things like this. But I will say you better be careful how you label your bros. Right. So if you don't label him, bro, then I call no foul. We weren't really. okay. if you're acquaintance, there's acquaintances. We were definitely acquaintances. There's acquaintances. Then there's friends. Then there's bros. Yeah. Bros are closer than friends, right? Yeah, of course. Of course. Yeah, this is, he was between a friend and an acquaintance. It was yeah. like somebody I knew through work, but I was friendly with him. Only problem with you is almost everybody in your sphere thinks they're a bro, but they're actually a friend. And most right. of them are a good actually point. even acquaintances. That's a good point. Yeah, because you don't know how to break it to these people. I, I can don't. name 12 people in your life right off the bat that think that they're bro with you and they're friend. I'll never forget, I had a buddy in high school. My buddy Andy Nunez and I played baseball and... We had another guy on our team and he was, uh, we liked him. He was a cool dude. He was like, he was like an acquaintance slash mm-hmm. almost friend. Um, but we definitely weren't close. We definitely weren't friends and we definitely were not bros. Mm-hmm. And I'll never forget Andy, who was as at the time was way more direct than I was just like asked his kid. He's like, Hey man, like, so like, who are your friends? Like, who are you friends with? And he like took one second and goes, Whoa, you and Albert. Jeez. And I, we were both like, Oh boy. Yeah. People don't realize because the, the events like don't occur like sequentially, but people don't understand that it's like, okay, like I'm having a beach day and you're invited. And then there's like, okay, like I'm having a birthday and you like might be invited, but then like I'm having a small wedding and you're like clearly not invited. Right. Yeah. yeah. And there's seasonal friends, right? There's friends that you have for pockets of your life when you work at a place, go to school at a place, live in a certain place, right? Yeah. But if you lose touch with them, then they get, you know, relegated to a lower standing. So that, that's where I was at, okay? I was a seasonal friend with this guy. Definitely turned, not a seasonal bro. Turned acquaintance. Turned acquaintance. All right. Then I, I hereby stamp, this is this is fine by the bro code. This it's is approved. Yeah, I, I stamp it. it. You're good. I will say if he found out today, he would probably stamp my face with a baseball bat or blunt object of some sort. Yeah, but what are you going to do? Because that's, again, because it's your fault because he thinks he's a friend. Actually an acquaintance. Makes sense. Yeah. Makes sense. You got to like send all of your people like a letter and just like let them know where they really stand. Continuing to move our way down the acquaintance ladder, Brandon. How about this one for you? Mm-hmm. Uh, recently, leaving a bar, call an Uber because I'm responsible. Right. Uber driver calls me. 
Um, I answer, then I see the car where it is and I see the name and it's a very unique name. It's a name that, you know, it's not Mark or John or Bill. It's an extremely unique name. And I'm like, wait a second, is this who I think it is? Get into the Uber, exactly that person. It's Mm -hmm. a person that I kind of was colleagues with in a way. And now they are the person that picked me up in my Uber as my Uber driver. And I live in a, in a large city. So, so you guys went down different career paths. Yeah. So the awkwardness was very palpable. Mm-hmm. He tell, he goes on to tell me that this is the first time he's driving an Uber, which who knows, it's kind of like a stripper telling you that this is the first time. It feels like that's going to turn into, oh no, I'm losing control of the wheel and like accidentally murdering you. Yikes. No, but. Did it feel like that? Did you feel safe? I definitely felt safe. Like, no, it's more of the. I I didn't want them, I didn't want him to feel bad. Like I'm going to judge him because listen, that's a very respectable career to drive, to be driving whatever, but I I respect the hustle. I respect the grind. I respect the grind completely to have to chauffeur somebody that, you know, is, is tough. That's like your direct, like, you know, on your same acquaintance level. It's like different. It's like a different thing. Yeah. We have mutual friends. Here's, here's an added layer to that. Brandon, what do you do at the end of that ride? Do you, because Uber gives you a tipping option. If I over tip, is that insulting? If I don't tip, is that disrespectful? Like where, how do I handle giving this person a tip who I know in real life, but just pick me up from an Uber ride? There's definitely a lot of thought that has to go into that. Cause it definitely has to find that perfect middle ground. For me, it's more like, dude, what's the right number to give? Like, what do you, what do you, do you have any way to quantify? It was a short ride. It was like a $10 ride. If I tip them, 50 bucks is he going to be like fuck this guy he's trying to like lord his money over me so you just have to figure out where the starting point of kind of too much is and figure out for sure what too little is and pick a number in the middle like five dollars clearly too little and then like 25 dollars to 30 dollars is too much it's like a nice 15 ball so i discovered this through this process brandon did you know that uber caps your tips for rides do you know that what do they cap it at like twenty dollars i think for this particular ride i was capped at 40 bucks it might be like a 4x thing so like if you get a hundred dollar ride you can't which seems insane because if what if i wanted to tip them a thousand dollars why can i not do that maybe they maybe because they know that drunk people are using it oh i see and they don't want to be like they don't want to face the exposure of like i didn't mean to tip a thousand right or i didn't mean to tip a hundred i meant to give i'm dead serious it's probably that That makes sense it's probably that that is a good percent. That's a really, actually a really good point is what percentage of Uber or rideshare users are in some way, shape or form under the influence. I'd say that it's by far over 50% are drunk. Really? And then 50% no way. 50% are drunk. 25% are going to and from the airport and 25% is other. Wow. That's the real. So like half there. is like some kind of bar situation. Yeah. The airport's big too. And we go get into people with DUIs, so that counts because they were drunk. So that's why <laughs> yeah. their drunkenness led them to right. only, they're right. relegated to Uber only. Right. One of my favorite comics uh, recently uh, passed away about a year ago. He was a small comic. It wasn't that big time. His name was Eric Myers, but I saw his live show a few times and he had a great bit about Uber drivers where Uber driver, Uber is one of the only um, forms of business where you're rating them, but they're also rating you. Right. And it's like really interesting because it's like a dating app for transportation. It is. It's yeah. strange. You're like, you're sitting there subject to them. And like yeah. his whole bit was like, he's like, my roommate told me, uh, you know, I, they're rating you. If your rating drops too low, no one will pick you up. So like he was sitting there like, 
making up fake conversation with this guy and like giving him compliments. He's like, what, what you're taking 95 in rush hour. Excellent choice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's just like, he's like, what you, you, you have a song that you recorded. I'd love to hear that. Like he's trying to compliment the driver. They need more on the profile. Like, uh, loves to use turn signal, uh, rarely breaks too hard. Like I need to know some like attributes, like it's Mario Kart. Oh yeah. They, they, uh, they actually do it now where you can, you can select conversational preferences, which I think is really awkward. Mm -hmm. Cause like what happens, what if the Uber driver doesn't want to talk and then you hit like high conversation. Now they're trapped into talking to you. Yeah. And I'd be, I'd definitely pick like uh nineties, like pop rock, like uh music. Yeah. Like imagine being an Uber driver, Brandon, and you had to pick up, let's just say one of your ex-girlfriend's moms again, and she chooses high conversation. I think you know which one I'm talking about. Right. Um, she always chose high conversation. She chooses high conversation. What right. do you do with that spot? You just crash, you just crash the car. You're like, fuck it. I'm driving off a cliff right now. Yeah. I think that I'd be like, hold on. Could you unbuckle your seatbelt for a minute and then buckle mine? And then, you know, I'd find a nearby ravine. <laughs> <laughs> There's not a lot of ravines or quarries when you need nope, them. No, not enough. Yeah. Not enough. So anyway, so speaking of awkward conversations, uh, now that we've received, uh, or excuse me, now that we've recorded, you know, 20 Spanish for 20 episodes, people are starting to give me a little bit more like, I want to be on the episode, have me on the episode. And like, how do I tell them like, you're not interesting enough? Why does that happen? I'm barely interesting. People enough. always say that they're always like, oh my God, you have a podcast. I'd love to be on. And I'm like, Hey buddy, I hate to break it to you, but we, we don't have accountants on the show. Yeah. Like you have to be a personality or have something interesting mm -hmm. about your life. Like you can't just work at bank of America and come on the podcast. My buddy who is a, uh, a faithful listener is going to listen to this. Uh, he's a firefighter and I told him and he wanted to be on the show and I was like, you need some like, Oh, perfect. We love to talk about fire safety on this program, yeah, fire safety, kittens out of trees, those sort of things. I told him, I was like, you need to have like some insane stories. Yeah. It's like everybody wants to be on the football team. They all want to be the yeah. captain and like the quarterback, but they don't understand that you need like yeah. talent and ability yeah. and like a little bit of like, <laughs> something interesting he might he's funny, I hope, he funny? He, I hope he comes up with something you think so that's what i keep telling people if you come up with something and you can give me like five to ten minutes of like a zany interesting funny unique story like i'll put you on so now now our podcast is like the longest yard we're just like having open tryouts for like strange people yeah, they're the tree outs this yeah. is yeah this is the replacements we're just going around trying to find random people i'll give people like a five minute spot like like uh at the end of uh one of the late night talk shows, like five minutes. That actually is not, I, now that you mentioned this, okay. I, at first I was kind of joking and busting these people's balls. Maybe we should have people send us a five minute audition tape. Tell us like your funniest story or come up with a couple of topics and we'll pick one winner and there'll be a guest host for one week. Yeah. So now we're penthouse forum. Yeah. Send us your stories. <laughs> we'll pick one that goes in the, in the magazine. No, but they'll, they'll actually get on the program, Brandon. Like yeah. the, uh, the person, like if you're Johnny firefighter, who's Brandon's friend right now, and you want to be on the program, yeah. send us a five minute recording. Okay. Yeah. This is, this is an open call. For all of our It's Not Polite to Ask faithful, if you would like to be a part of this program, send myself or the interim co-host some interesting. Send, send us something interesting. Please reach out to us. Listen, comment on our uh, social media page on It's Not Polite to Ask on Instagram or on Twitter. Um, leave us a comment on our Apple podcast. Say, I want to be on the show. Okay? If you want to be on the show, one of us will directly contact you. Yes, you. We'll give you five minutes. Everyone gets a five-minute trial. If you give us something funny, you give us something interesting, you give us a cool angle or a cool couple topics, what do you think? We'll have, we'll, there'll be a co-host for at least one week. What for sure. Think? We're talking to you, uh, Johnny Firefighter, and he, he understands why that's funny, and a little shout-out to him. Okay. Yeah. Johnny Firefighter. Johnny Firefighter. We'll see if we have some hidden talent in our listening community, but for this week, that is all we have, so thank you for checking out the program. 
For my interim co-host, Brandon Shaw, for our producer, Larry Wynn, I'm your host, Albert Destrade. Until the next time, this is It's Not Polite to Ask. Understand. There's a way out.